Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. You are now listening to the Two Cents and Nonsense podcast. I'm here with my homeboy, Matt. What up, what up? I am Antoine Weisslicker. Follow us on Twitter at Two Nonsense. That's the number two, N-O-N-C-E-N-T-S. Yes. Also follow us on that Instagram at Two Nonsense One. That's the number two, Nonsense, and the number one. And don't forget to get into that Facebook community. Search Two Cents Nonsense in your Facebook search bar. Join the group. We'd love to have you in there. This is the first episode of the 2020 year. Yeah, man. You know, this is the first sports talk episode. Of course, we are watching the Buffalo Bills versus the Houston Texans right now. It's going into overtime. Shouldn't have went into overtime, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Josh Allen, boy. Mm, 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 mm. The Bills in general. God damn. Yeah, man. Gave up a 16 point lead. Man. They out here, boy. That's the type of play that gets your coach fired. (laughs) Like, (laughs) your coach get fired from that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But. We're going to go over the week 17 results. We're going to talk a little Wrestle Kingdom. We ain't got to go over the week 17 results. All you need to know is my Dolphins beat the Patriots. Everybody's happy about that. Uh And I won fantasy football. Great recap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. And I won fantasy football. (laughs) Great recap. I did win a fantasy football championship in the league. So I came in fourth in my other league. I got one championship this year out of three tries. So I was I participated in three leagues, got one. You know, so Yeah, hey. me too. It's a good little good little thing. Uh hopefully, you know. We'll get the same people back for next year in the uh listener leagues. Uh, I think they'll all come back. Fantasy football. Huh? So we look forward to seeing y'all next year, man. Hopefully that'll be great. Like he did say his Dolphins upset the Patriots at home. Good shit, man. Yo, if you watch, if you actually watched the game, it really didn't look like an upset at all. Nah, nah, nah. I didn't watch the game. I watched that shit. And we out. Tom Blake. Tom Brady was thoroughly outplayed by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And um, their star corner Gilbert, he got his ass Gilmore. handed to. Yeah, Gilmore. He got his ass handed to him by Devontae Parker. Yeah. I, I, now, Stefan Gilmore, he has played great this year. He's played pretty good. But I, I kept saying it, and, I, and I'll say it again. He is not guarded the number one receiver on the team. Oh, he was on Parker all game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all the other teams he has played, he is not guarded the number one receiver on the team the entire game. He'd switch off. He'd check the number two or the number three. Because I think he actually plays on the same side every time. So, like, if you move your receiver, he ain't guarding them. Oh, he's a Richard Sherman. But then when he tries to move around with the receiver, that's where he get in a little trouble there. And that's probably what happened. So I didn't see the game. <laughs> All I know is probably every what time Devontae him. Parker quarter catch, Gilmore was on him. <laughs> like, so. <laughs> so, you know, and the Cincinnati Bengals basically got Freddie Kitchens fired. Well, no, 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 they didn't get him fired. No. He was fired before that. But they, they put the nail in the coffin. The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Cleveland Browns. And um, Freddie Kitchens, they got him the fuck out of there. Uh the Jets did beat the Bills last week, too, man. The Jets actually finished the season 5-2. and two. They finished the year 7-9 overall. I'll, I'll tell you what. The Browns. For some unknown reason, teams play hard for Adam Gase. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> like, my Dolphins did it when we shouldn't have. He, and the Jets is doing it. Well, the Jets, basically, he kept his job. He's going into next year. Oh, he kept his job in the middle of their losing streak. Well, that's because <laughs> the Jets are stupid. But they're keeping Adam Gase on. He's going to be the coach next year. We'll see if they improve on the record. 
You think Lev Bell gonna request that trade, man? You trying to get out of there? Well, I heard Adam Gase and him spoke after the season, mm-hmm. and they're gonna watch some game tape, some old game tape when he was on the Steelers, right? To see what they could do better to get him the ball. Okay, that works. Just because you say that, don't, don't mean, mean it's, it's going to happen. happen yeah. Adam Gates didn't want you to remember that, buddy. I get course, up out of there. You know, the Titans beat the Texans to, to get into the playoffs. Um, the Steelers did lose their, well, their final game of the year, losing to the Ravens. Could have got a playoff spot, but they got. They and the Ravens ain't even start nobody. Yeah. Like, come on. You playing second and third stringers. What you doing? They was playing second and third stringers. <laughs> 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 they didn't play second and third stringers all year. Like, I mean, but you know. Yeah, but you trying to go to the playoffs? Yeah, but they still, still no losing season. Mike Tomlin has not had a losing season since he's been the coach, so he's still keeping that streak alive. Uh, you know, so I, that's that's good for him. Big Ben says he's coming back next year. We'll see what happens. Yeah, whatever. You know, the you know the Eagles beat the Giants to make the playoffs. The Cowboys, you know, of course, they played great their last game of the season. <laughs> Stomped the, the Redskins 47-16. I don't know why it took them a week to fire fucking uh, they coach. Who? The, the Cowboys. They ain't fired him yet? Yes, they did. Not yet? Yes, they did. No, they didn't. His yes. contract just, his contract is on the 14th. Well, they, they said they're not. Yeah, they're not renewing it. They probably not renewing it. They haven't officially said they're not renewing his contract. Yes, they did. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yes, they did. They, what they said was, we're bringing in other coaches to speak to. They didn't even say that they interview with coaches, but nah, they bring they in said, coaches. They said he's to. not part of their future. Yeah, he, he shouldn't be. <laughs> the fuck? He shouldn't be. His contract is up on the 14th, so I mean, he got a couple more days. <laughs> he can say he's the Dallas Cowboys head coach for a couple more days. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know? Um, like I said, wild card weekend. We are looking at the the Bills versus the Texans right now. Uh score nineteen and nineteen in overtime. Um the Titans will be playing the Patriots. Yeah. When, wait a minute. Titans. Is this the first time they've done this? What? Like they put both AFC games on Saturday and then both NFC games on Sunday? No, I think it's always been like that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's okay. Well, they got the... Uh, Actually, no. What it always has been is the AFC games are the early games on Saturday and Sunday. And then the NFC games are always the late games. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's this is weird. They got both games, both AFC games today. So, we'll know the playoff picture for the AFC by the end of the night here. Uh, the Titans at the number six seed will be p- playing the Patriots at Foxborough. At about they about to end that Tom Brady era because he's gone when they lose this playoff game. I got them winning too, man. I got the Titans winning too. So you think he's gone when they win this playoff mm-hmm. game? You Is gonna he lose retiring back- or he? It don't matter. He just gone. He just gone. <laughs> you gonna lose back to back home games for the first time in your career, probably. Wow. To the Dolphins and the Titans. Damn, that's crazy. Wow. And then tomorrow. Tannehill's old team and Tannehill's new team. Yeah. On Sunday, the number six Vikings are going to go against the number three Saints. It's going to be in New Orleans. That's the 1 a.m. game. Excuse me. Why did I say 1 a.m.? 1 p.m. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas playing at 1 o'clock in the morning and shit. The 1 p.m. game. That's going to be on Fox. And then the 440. They got it kicking off at 440. Um the Seahawks at number five versus the number four Eagles. Whatever. The Eagles are <laughs> not winning that fucking game. And who you got winning between the Saints and the Vikings? I really don't know. Well, word around town is if the Vikings don't win this game, Zimmer might get fired. I wouldn't fire him. Yeah, I wouldn't fire him either. <laughs> <laughs> Word around town is he might get fired if they don't win this. First game. off, you win a tough you was in a tough division. And it's good coaches is hard to find, man. Yeah. Good coaches is hard to find. But we're gonna talk about those coaches 
that's hard to find in the coaching changes that's going on around the league here. So we got a few openings. I'm going to give it to the Saints because they're my Super Bowl pick. You want to go over to the Saints because I'm giving it to the Saints too. But you know, I don't want to see Mike Zimmer get fired. They, plus they want to get some redemption. Yeah. <laughs> but the job openings that we have here, we're going to talk about the first one here. The New York Giants, their head coaching job is open. It's about time. They did fire Pat Shermer. But they kept their GM. But they kept GM <laughs> David Gettleman. I, I said, now, the names that we're going to reel off here, you can hear these names over and over again with all the other teams. But what I want you to try to do for me here is tell me who you think would be the best of these candidates for this job to okay. turn these boys around. All right. So the interviews that they got slated here, they got the Patriots offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels. I would not want him. <laughs> I wouldn't want him on no team. Keep him with the Patriots. Okay. <laughs> they got a college coach from Baylor, Matt Rule. The Patriots also granted the Giants an interview for special teams coordinator Joe Judge. They're going to be interviewing the Cowboys passing and defensive back coach Why? Chris Richard. Why? Did don't you see know. what their defense, their, their secondary did this year? Don't know. I guess he's the, he's the passing game coordinator and the defensive back coach. So maybe they was looking at the passing game. The fact that Dak Prescott was the leading passer in the NFL this year, maybe they thought. No, he wasn't. Him and James Winston together, right? James Winston had that. Yeah, I thought they was up there together, right? Nah, James had that. James had it all by himself? Yep. Hey. 30 yep. touchdowns, 30 interceptions. First and person ever. 30 touchdowns, 30 <laughs> interceptions. I'm talking about the yardage. I know. James yeah. Winston had that. Okay. 5,100 yards. 5, okay. Yeah. And then they also, they're going with a former Packers coach. Mike McCarthy. Um, they're also interviewing the Ravens defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, and the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric Benemy. Eric Benemy. What about the old uh, Bengals coach? What's his name? Oh, no, this is the Giants, though. The Giants. He ain't in contention? Nope. He going to get you yet. to the playoffs. <laughs> I'm just saying. These are the people that the Giants were looking at. I'm just they saying. Got set up. But he going to get you. He should be on there. He going to get you to the playoffs. <laughs> he going to get you to the playoffs. <laughs> Marvin Lewis. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about Marvin Lewis a little later. But of these people that I just named, Josh McDaniels, Matt Rule, Joe Judge, uh, Chris Richards, Mike McCarthy, Wink Martindale, and Eric Benemy, who you think? We'll have the best shot at I'd it. I'd go with the Ravens' defensive coordinator. You'd go with the Ravens' defensive coordinator? Yeah. Okay. For this particular team? Yes. Okay. Because you need defense on that team. You need defense on that team. You need defense on that team. So you wouldn't go with the the Cowboys' defensive back coach? <laughs> nah. Let me stop there. I don't know anything about Baylor's coach, Matt Rule, but the top contenders for the Giants, and this came out of their camp, the top contenders are Eric Benemy, the offensive coordinator from the Chiefs, and Matt Rue, the Baylor head coach. So they're their top. Those are their top guys right now, <laughs> which is funny to me. Hey, that's what you get for not firing your GM. These dudes is mediocre. He's he trying to get fired, though. Yeah. He's like, damn, they didn't fire me neither. I got to fuck this up. Now, the Cleveland Browns, they they throwing darts at the wall. They want everybody. They bringing everybody in for interviews. They contacted Josh McDaniels. They haven't been granted an interview yet, though. But they, they, they contacted Josh McDaniels. They did have an interview. Here's my whole thing about the Browns, if I'm correct. They, the, I think the owner said they're going to hire the head coach first. And then he'll have some say in who's hiring or in who hires the GM. That's correct. That's ass backwards. Well, I think, in my opinion, it's not ass backwards. And here's why I think it's not ass backwards, right? Okay. I think you hire your coach, right? Your coach 
has a scheme that they want to implement. Your GM is supposed to get you the players and the personnel that you need to fit that scheme. So you've hired a coach, you hired a coach first, and then you hired a GM. He's doing it in the right way, I think. And he also stated that both of y'all motherfuckers tied together. So if one failed, the other failed, both of y'all failed together. We firing both of y'all at the same time. If this shit happens, well, we don't make the playoffs. Now, they already got talent on the team, but your job as an owner right now is to get a coach that could get the most out of the talent that you got on the team. And being that I think their owner doesn't know a goddamn thing about what he's doing, he's still going to get it wrong because he doesn't know the best coach to put with the players that he has on his team already. Yeah. Which, in his case, is ass backwards. Now, let's say if we was talking about an owner like Jerry Jones who knows how to put a, a team together. He could do it that way. He could hire a coach and then hire a GM after it. But this guy in in Cleveland, he don't know that much about football in order to put together a coach first and then put together a GM. He should do it the other way. He should hire a GM, and the GM should help him find the coach that he needs. That's how he should do it. But this is the Browns we're talking about. This is a bullshit-ass organization. Yeah, it is. And they don't know what the hell they're doing. It's going to continue to be a bullshit organization. But, like I said, they're throwing shit at the wall, see if it sticks. Uh, Mike McCarthy, the Ravens' offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. The 49ers' defensive coordinator, Robert South. South? 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 I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the the 49ers' (laughs) defensive coordinator. The Bills' offensive coordinator, who just called this mess of a fucking um, fourth quarter. They also wanted interviews with the 49ers assistants, the passing game coordinator, Mike LaFleur. Another LaFleur. Another LaFleur. The 49ers run game coordinator, Mike McDaniel. They also looked at the Chiefs' Eric Benemy. Former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer has been in contact with them as well. And the Vikings offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski. I don't know why these teams is interested in Urban Meyer. He going to quit on y'all. He quit on every <laughs> team he's been in. Like, y'all don't see the pattern? When it get too, when it get too tough? When it get rough? <laughs> you get out of there. You know, or, or your quarterback leaves and breaks your heart. Who you think of this of this crop? Who would be the best person for the job with these guys? Somebody from the 49ers. I don't know who. I would actually go with Greg Roman from the uh from the from the from the uh, Ravens with this one. I think you need somebody who's kind of offensive minded. But a better offensive man than Freddie Kitchens. Greg Roman had been in the league for a long time. He knows what he's doing when it comes to offense. Nah. He's smart enough. I think he's a leader of I men. don't think the offense is the problem. Well, offensively for the Browns, to me, the problem is Baker Mayfield. Right. So you need somebody that can act. No, nah, you need a new quarterback. That too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I mean, you need, you need a like, coach that You don't even throw the old Dell. You need a coach that could get him lock and step, but yes. Fuck that. You need a you need somebody who wants to throw the old down. <laughs> you don't want to throw the old down. Like I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's probably the highest paid person on the team. That don't get no burn. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd be sitting here saying that Odell Beckham don't get no burn. Like, <laughs> cause it don't make no sense. It's stupid. It just sounds stupid. Yeah. I never thought I'd be sitting here Shit. saying that Odell. Eli still want to play? Go get Eli. He'll chuck it up to Odell. <laughs> yeah, he <will. laughs> Word up. You know? So, but we'll see about that. Like I said, I think Greg Robin would, I, I'd be inclined to hire him. Don't get me wrong. The defensive coordinator from the 49ers, he deserves him a shot. Yeah, he does. He deserves him a shot. I actually think. If it wasn't for the fact that this next owner wants an offensive-minded coach, I think the Carolina Panthers' job would be the best job 
for uh, Robert. I think he he would fit real good with the culture over there. Continue the culture that uh, Ron Rivera started, but I think he he's he'll get the defense to play better. Motherfuckers play hard for this guy. I like him. I like the 49ers defensive coordinator, but I think he he will work for the uh, the Carolina Panthers. But the Carolina Panthers ain't going that way. They want an offensive minded coach, and they're looking at Josh McDaniels, Greg Roman. They're looking at the Vikings coordinator, Kevin. S- I want to say something about all these teams want offensive minded coaches. Mm-hmm. Like my Dolphins did it for years. Yeah, and it did not work. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying maybe it's just who the Dolphins hired. But every year, they go for an offensive-minded coach. This year, we didn't do that. Right. And, yeah, we were a bad team because we didn't have that much talent. But we exceeded expectations by a lot. We weren't supposed to win a game, and we won five. You know, our head coach got the whole locker room believing, like, yo, we can do this. And I think it's it's one of those things where I think the offensive-minded head coaches – when they get the job, when they're offensive coordinators and then they get the head coaching job, they're like, offense, if we put up a lot of points, we're going to win the games. But everybody knows defense wins championships. That's why one of the, the move that these, are, these two young coaches, man, are two of my favorite young coaches. And I think they're exceptional offensive-minded coaches in Sean McVay, and Kyle Shanahan. They're probably two of the best offensive coaches in the league right now. But what they did when they got their head coaching job, Sean McVay went out and got Wade Phillips. You do defense. I don't know defense enough. Do this. Kyle Shanahan went and got Robert to say, you do defense. I don't know enough about this. You do this. They surrounded themselves with people who know that side of the ball better than they know it, could be some two of the best coordinate, defensive coordinators in the league right now. You put them on that side of the ball and but let see, them Kyle do But see, Kyle Shanahan is different, though, yeah. for the simple fact that he proved he can coach. Well, you know? I think they both proved they can coach, but that's what I'm saying. They, they, they were smart enough to know, I know my limitations. I'm going to get somebody around me that knows this better than I know this. And we ain't going to skimp out on this side of the ball. I think another coach that's he just took over the job in Washington, Ron Rivera, his first action was to hire Jack Del Rio to be his defensive coordinator. I, Jack Del Rio could coach defense. I don't want to do – I ain't saying be the head coach, but Jack Del Rio could coach defense. You know, you go out, you get somebody that you know could coach that side of the ball – They've been a head coach. They got experience with that, but he coached good on that side of the ball. If I'm one of these offensive coordinators and I'm going to get me a head coaching job, I'm going to call up somebody who I know could coach defense. Shit. Uh, Rex Ryan sitting on TV every day. I know the nigga want to coach. You can tell he want to coach. He does want to coach. <laughs> Go call him up, man. He'll have your defense humming. The thing about Rex Ryan, I think he wants to be a head coach. Yeah. I don't think he wants to go back to being a coordinator. That's man. that pride right there. He need to he need to swallow that. Go coach defense for a couple seasons. But you wonder what? And he, I don't think he's a bad head coach. No, nah. for regardless of what, your defense is going to be phenomenal. <laughs> yes, it's just. <laughs> He's got to hire that smart offensive coordinator. Exactly. Both sides. Like I said, either way, whichever one of these coaches get it, if it's a defensive coordinator getting the job, defensive-minded coach or an offensive-minded coach, they have to hire somebody on the other side of the ball that they can trust to run that side of the ball. Because I'll give Rex Ryan credit. When he was on the Jets, them scrub-ass Jets with the two straight AFC championship games. They did. did. (laughs) You know, with Mr. Buttfumble himself. So, <laughs> Mr. Buttfumble, <laughs> for real, Mr. Buttfumble do got a good. He 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 does a good job on television, though. I ain't gonna even lie. Yeah, some people are better on TV than they are on the field. Yeah, like Dan Olowski. 
all he's good at is fucking arguing with Max. <laughs> hey, man, I I tend to agree with Max, though. I'm sorry. I, I tend to agree with Max when it comes to uh, Carson Wentz. That's just me. I never liked the guy. It ain't hate. I just don't like the guy. Like, I just, I don't see the appeal. He ain't had no talent this year, though. You know it, man. All them drop passes the Eagles was dropping. Hey, man, the, the last part of the season where he got all the scout team people, all the motherfuckers playing for a spot, <laughs> trying to play for a job, them motherfuckers balled. They was balling. Somebody go call one of them motherfuckers up. Somebody getting the job. I mean, job. it's the same thing with my Dolphins, man. Yeah, somebody getting the job. All them people we pulled up off the street. Yep. <laughs> now, with the Dallas Cowboys, of course, their job is going to be open. Jason Garrett will no longer be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. They're looking at Lincoln Riley. I have no idea why. This nigga just got blown out against LSU. They're also looking at Baylor's Matt Rule. And they're looking at Urban Meyer. Well, Lincoln they, Riley, he ain't a defensive coach, you know. Sure isn't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike McCarthy, they're going to be talking with him on Sunday, I think it is. And they got Marvin Lewis coming in for an interview as well, the former Bengals coach. Marvin Lewis going to get you to the playoffs. Now, motherfuckers walking around. <laughs> exactly. Motherfuckers walking around talking about so why we why they want to hire mediocre Marvin Lewis. Yeah, he ain't won a playoff game, but you motherfucking Cowboys can't get there. He can yeah. at least get you to the playoffs. And you going to win the division. You going to win the division. <laughs> He'll get you to the playoffs. I don't think he's a bad hire. If they are to go out and, and they say Marvin Lewis will be the next head coach of the, the Dallas Cowboys, you gonna hear analysts everywhere. They go media people. They go talk real bad about them. They go talk real greasy about them for a few weeks, and then they gonna realize, oh, these niggas gonna make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cause that's all they need to do. First off, they need yeah. to make the playoffs first. You couldn't even make the playoffs with your squad this year. They had a squad. They had a Super Bowl winning squad. They had a squad. <laughs> now they had a squad. Yeah, man. and you couldn't even make the playoffs. You couldn't. What they was eight and eight. Yep. They finished eight and eight. Nigga, they had a better squad than my team. <laughs> like I was delusional fan in it for a little while. Well, we probably could have made the playoffs and hadn't we had those first six weeks where we just didn't give, give Gurley the Gurley ball. The ball. <laughs> so, you know, we, we we shot ourselves in the foot the first six weeks. But, God damn, Dallas had a squad. Yeah, they did. They underachieved on the defensive side of the Houston ball Houston just well. won the game. And Houston is going to the next round. Good for them. Damn, boy. Yeah, you get you have the honor of losing to the Chiefs or the Ravens. Damn. <laughs> probably you're probably gonna play the Chiefs. Damn, bro. So after this loss here, do you think the Bills are gonna fire Sean They shouldn't. They shouldn't. But you know, stupid ass GMs and, and owners out yeah, there. I don't. I don't think it was his fault. Nah, it, it definitely wasn't. I mean, not to mention it's your first playoff game. You did play hard in the game. Yeah. You know, now you just you go back during the off season, add some pieces, you know, make some adjustments, and keep it moving, build on it. Yeah. I actually had a, a little bit of the uh, schedule here for the interviews here. Um, today, actually, the Browns actually interviewed the defensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers today. They did that today. Okay. Um, the Chiefs offensive coordinator interviewed with the Giants and the Ravens' defensive coordinator interviewed with the Giants. So the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs and the defensive coordinator for the Ravens both interviewed with the Giants today. This all happened on Saturday. Um, the Cowboys 
actually were speaking with today they were speaking with uh Mike McCarthy and they also brought in Marvin Lewis today to speak to. So that's what happened today. So interviews being conducted today. They're trying to get some in tomorrow and Monday while we're on that, you know, while the other teams are on the bye week. Okay, I'm gonna say this because I don't know all these people. Mm-hmm. Is Marvin Lewis the only black coach being interviewed? Um, like I'm, I'm asking because I don't know half of these people. Um, I'm gonna be honest, man. I well, Robert from the the Forty Nineers, he's not. What is he? He's not white. I think he's like. Samoan or something. The nigga looks Samoan to me. Okay. <laughs> he look he light skinned. He light skinned. But um yeah, I think Marvin Lewis might be. I, I I honestly don't know. I've never seen any of these people. You might have to look them up. All right. You know. Here's the here's the list of names. <clears throat> it don't matter. It maybe you can <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can get confirmation before the episode is out. What's been going on in the in the NBA. I don't know. Haven't been watching. I don't know. I ain't watched it either. Uh, I did watch Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom 14 is going on. Uh, it went on last night and it's going on tonight. This is New Japan's biggest show of the year. It's basically New Japan's WrestleMania. It is their Wrestle. I think their, their show is always better than WrestleMania. But, you know, Teach Zone. There, there was eight matches that took place tonight. They had a bunch of tag team matches that I don't really care to talk about. <laughs> Except the one, uh, Juicing Thunder Liger. He is on his retirement matches. He had, he's got two of them slated. He had one slated last night where it was a eight-man tag match. And he actually took the pinfall. Ain't that some bullshit? Hey, man. That's what you do on your way out. That's what you do on your way out, man. You take the pinfall in that joint. That just stood out to me because it was like, damn. Like, it was actually 11 matches in total on this card. They had pre-show matches. We ain't going to talk about that. But it was like, damn, dog. You take the, the fall on your retirement match. His last match will actually be um, on tonight's show. But... Also on yesterday's show, Suzuki Goon, which is Zack Sabre Jr., uh, Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and El Desperado, they actually beat Los Inglenables, De Japon, Sonata, Evil, Shango, and Bushi in an eight-man tag match. They had a lot of tag matches last night. A lot of them. Of course they were. You know, but... Zack Sabre got the win putting somebody in a submission hole. I think it was uh, well, that's what Bushi he, do. he put in a submission hole. That's what he do. Yeah, man. He made a tap out. <laughs> Sonata, who him and Zack Sabre will be facing each other for the Neville, for the British, excuse me, for the British Heavyweight Championship tonight. Those two dudes did a little standoff because, um, Sonata hasn't been able to put the um, the Paradise Lock on ZSJ. You think he going to get that on him tonight? Yeah, but it ain't going to matter. It ain't going to matter? No. Nah, I don't think they want Sonata as a champ. Okay. Which um, is no knock on him. It's just, it's a British title. Yeah. And, of course, um... The Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa. That pissed me off. They lost to Juice Robinson and David Finley. Juice Robinson is trash, man. (laughs) They lost their tag team titles. So the new tag team champions is Finn Juice. Juice Robinson and David Finley. Like, you held that belt down for a straight year. They did. And you, you, they, they just take it off you to put it on Juice. Yes, they did. And Juice, he's gonna he's gonna beat Mox, and when the when the U.S. belt, he's gonna be a a a, a champ champ. He might be a champ champ. <laughs> like, come on, 
That's bullshit. But Mox did just win back the belt. He won the United States belt in a Texas death match against Lance Archer. That match was hard hitting. Those two dudes went at it. And Lance Archer, at the end of the match, was busted wide open. He took the double-arm DDT through a couple of tables to the floor. And John Moxley actually won the match and won the belt by countout. I didn't know the belt changed hands during the countout. See in America. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had no idea. It ain't so America. He won the belt via countout. And it was a 10. Well, they counted it as a KO. He 10 count KO'd him. He couldn't get to his feet in the count of 10. That's, but he was that, was, that was the rule, though. Oh, I didn't know that was the rule. Yeah, I think I think how they had it was... Oh, it was no DQ, no pimp. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was no DQ, no pinfall. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So, that's how he won the belt. Mox won the belt. He's going to be defending the belt on the, tonight. We'll talk about that in a minute here. Uh, Hiromi Takahashi returned from almost... got. I think he did break his neck. He did break his neck. From breaking his neck over a year or so ago. He defeated Will Ospreay for the junior heavyweight championship. Ospreay don't need that belt. Ospreay doesn't need that belt. But Ospreay has said that he wanted to elevate that belt to the status of it being able to main event a pay-per-view. Which in... Oh, that won't happen in New <laughs> Japan, so... In New Japan, <laughs> the Intercontinental Championship was the last championship that main evented a pay-per-view outside of the, the heavyweight championship. Speaking of the Intercontinental Championship, Naito, Tetsuya Naito, beat the Switchblade Jay White to regain the Intercontinental Championship. Ain't nobody surprised about that. Nobody's surprised about that. And Kaguchi, I can't even say his name, Okada <laughs> and Kota Ibushi had a 39-minute match for the Heavyweight Championship. And Okada, the champ, went ahead and got the win over Kota Ibushi. Now, I know this is the only match that you saw. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that match? I thought the match was underwhelming. I was expecting a lot more. You was expecting a lot more? Yeah, because I know both of those guys can go. Yeah. I mean, this is true. I believe both of those guys can go as well. Um, I think being that it was a two-night event, I think they kind of held back a little bit. They they wrestled a more of a slower style. I don't want to hear that bullshit because NXT. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. But I think they wrestled a little bit more of a slower style. And when I was looking at the match, halfway through the match, uh, Kota Ibushi tried to do a backflip kick. He tried to do a Pele kick. And landed on and his goddamn head. on his <laughs> neck. So I think that fucked him up a little bit. So he had to slow down his pace a little bit more. Kind of compromised him. Um, I think Okada was supposed to catch him and didn't catch him. Yep. I think it was it wasn't supposed to be a kick, it was supposed to be one of them heads as a joint. Yeah, something. Um, <laughs> he didn't catch him, he landed on his head. Shit looked painful. It looked like one of the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we talked about uh ta- Taka Takahashi. Takahashi. We talked about him yeah. breaking his neck. About a year or so ago, it looked like one of those same type of falls. Now, Kota Ibushi then fell like that on his head Mad a number of times. <laughs> Mad times. This dude got a rubber neck or something. Or he wrestling with that shit and they just ain't saying nah, nothing about on it. On some shit, it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. You only get but so many bumps. So many of them. Wrestlers that tell you that themselves. You only get but so many bumps like that. Yeah. But in night two... We got a lot of title matches. And um, I'm going to try to get your thoughts on who you think going to win these matches now. There's a gauntlet match for the never open 
six man tag team championships. Man, I don't know none of the motherfuckers in that match. <laughs> you don't know none of the motherfuckers Hell in that match. Hell no. Um, Evil is participating in the match. I know you know him. Yes. Um, but he ain't got Sonata with him, so. He doesn't. He's got Shango. He's got the dragon Shango, that big ass dude who who was competing in the junior heavyweight tournament, who beat everybody in the junior heavyweight tournament except Will Ospreay. That dude is not a junior heavyweight. <laughs> that dude is huge. But yeah, he got him with him. Um, tai Chi, the motherfucker who bring out the microphone and be singing and shit. I can't He's stand him. Bad luck Fale is in it. I mean, the rogue general Fale, my bad, rogue general. I didn't know that Kenta was a part of the Bullet Club now. Yeah. I had no idea. It's his second night. Nah, it was the night after uh, the same night of the G1 championship. This he joined the Bullet Club. This motherfucker. Bullet Club will take anybody on. Just As long as you was in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, if you was in the U.S. <laughs> for a little bit, you can come on over. Well, it, he's, it, bad luck, Fale. But they uh, didn't want juice. Tokyo Pimps. And um, Chase Owens, they're representing the Bullet Club in this match. Of course, all the factions are represented in this match. Chaos is represented. Um, Los England Ables. Just say L-I-J. L-I-J. I like saying Los England Ables. Why? Because you can say Because I can say it. I can't say all the rest of these names. Suzuki Goon is in it. And, of course, Bullet Club. That ain't all the factions. Who else is uh what's the other faction? What's uh what about uh Chaos? Rapungi 3K or whatever it's called. They're part of Chaos. Is Yeah, they're part of Chaos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, bro. It's only four it's four major factions. <laughs> Some of them motherfuckers be right around by themselves. But of the factions, who you think gonna take the belt? Right now the belts is within Chaos. Bullet Club, they got to have something at the end of the night. Bullet Club got to have something at the end of the night? Yeah. Okay. Up next, Juice and Thunder Liger and Sano versus Haroma Takahashi. Takahashi and <laughs> Ryu Lee. is <laughs> a tag match, and this is Juice and Thunder Liger's final match. He's losing his final match. He's losing his final match yeah, to the man, junior you, heavyweight champ. You got to put the youngins over. Got to put the youngins over. Up next, we got the Bullet Club, El Fantasmo, and Ishimori. They are the junior heavyweight tag champs representing Bullet Club versus Rapunge 3K representing Chaos. Yeah, they taking that. Rapunge 3K taking them chip, chips. Yeah. They taking the chips. What does it make them? It'll make them like a seven-time junior heavyweight champion. So? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> they out that joint. They balling with it. Up Shit, next, how many times has Goto been a never openweight champ? <laughs> mad times. And he gets him another shot. <laughs> and he getting his belt. <laughs> he getting him another shot. So, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., the, the British heavyweight champion versus Sonata. He already spoke about that. He said that he believes that Sonata won't win this match because they don't want him to have singles gold yet. Well, I'm I don't think the British want him to hold that belt yet because it's their belt. Yeah. You know how how often is he going to be over there to defend it? You know. I don't know, man. Who knows, man? But Zack Saber, I guess we still got him winning. I think that's going to be a good match, though. Yeah, it should be. At a I wish they stopped shitting on Sonata, but whatever. Sonata should be a champ. Get that man the IC belt and stop playing. For real. Yeah. Or give him that never open weight joint or something. Even though that's Godo's belt. That's, that's Godo's belt. <laughs> that's Godo's belt. Like, the men's got the intercontinental yeah. belt. Godo's belt is the never open weight joint. Like, him and, um, in, 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 the, uh, in the Stone Pit Bull. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. them niggas, if they ain't got that belt, nobody should have that belt. <laughs> like, then we got John Moxley versus Juice Robinson for the U.S. belt. We've already said 
I mean, we don't see. I will say this. If New Japan wants to make some type of co-op with AEW, you keep that belt on Mox. Keep that belt on Mox. Because you heard about what Jericho and uh, yep, and Tanahashi about what they're gonna do. Yep, yep. Tanahashi, he's winning that match. If he wins, he receives a shot at the AEW World Championship. Yeah, man. Yep. So they might keep the belt on Mox just to. Keep that working relationship going. Yeah. Kenta again versus Goto for the Never Openweight Championship. We both got Goto taking that joint back. That'll make him like an 11, 12, 13. (laughs) See, it's hard, though, because Kenta's hot right now. Kenta is hot right now. For those who don't know who Kenta is, it's uh, what's his, what was his name? I don't even remember. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> Lance Archer remember his name because Lance Archer shitted on him. He was like, "Nigga, oh, Adeo Atami." That's yes. what it was. He was like, "You're Adeo Atami," and he got this this spit slapped out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I ain't never seen nobody get smacked like that hard. Like you just. You got the when when they say you slap the taste out of somebody mouth, I don't think Lance Archer can taste food right now. <laughs> like he he can't hey, taste shit right now. After Abushi landed on his head, him and Jay White are gonna go to one on one in a singles match. Abushi's gonna win that. Abushi. I got Abushi too. Yo. Jay White's my favorite wrestler over there right now though. Outside of Kota Ibushi. Why? Ibushi's my second, is my first favorite. And then Jay White is my second. I just like Jay White, man. There's <laughs> just something about him, though. I just like that guy. <laughs> I don't know, but maybe it's just I like the heels. Like, I like a good heel. And that dude's a good heel. Like, I like that guy. Okay. And he's been winning matches. Like, it ain't, he ain't no slouch. He don't lose no match. He put on good matches. You know, he had that first, that, what, what, what was the match he had when he first came out? When he first came off of his excursion, he had a match against Kenny Omega. And I was like, yeah, this ain't the guy. But they did let him beat Kenny Omega. I was like, he's not the guy. But he just kept going. He just kept going. He just kept going. And I think he's the guy right now. Whatever. Yeah. But we're going to get to the real guy in a minute here. But we got Tanahashi versus... Chris Jericho, if Tanahashi wins, of course, he's going to receive a shot at the AEW World Championship. I got Tanahashi winning that match as well. So do I. I'd had him winning whether the belt was on the line or not. Correct. And the main event is the double gold dash. Naito. Naito versus Okada for both the World Heavyweight Championship and the Intercontinental Championship. It's I not got just the, it's the IWGP. The IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I got Naito. I got Naito. This has been a... Like a three, four year story. No, no, no. It's been longer. <laughs> longer than that? It's been longer. <laughs> so. This is almost a 15 year storyline for these two guys. No, I, don't, I ain't been watching New Japan that long. So. This is a 15 year storyline for these two guys. It all started. Both of them came out of the dojo at the same time. Tetsuya Naito was supposed to have been the chosen one. He was supposed to have been the ace. There's only one ace. It's only one ace now. <laughs> of course, it's only one ace. It's Tanahashi's the ace. But Naito was supposed to have been the ace. He's supposed to have been the guy to lead New Japan into the promised land. He was almost there. Until he lost to Okada. He tried to claw his way back. And he got bumped. The, the, the Intercontinental Championship was the main event when he was going for the World Championship. When he was going for the heavyweight belt. He got bumped the second tier for the Intercontinental Championship. That's where his disdain for the Intercontinental Championship comes from. I know. He went away, went on excursion. Came back. Okada's the man. Okada has, there has been, since Okada came back from excursion, there's been 50 heavyweight championship matches. Okada's been in 42 of them motherfuckers. I'm sure he has. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
42 of the 50 championship matches over the past 10 years, Okada's been in them. And he's the champ. But his time is up. This has been a long, drawn-out story. It's going to end in a great match. But Naito's going to be holding both belts at the end of the night. Yeah, he will. That's what I predict. If he don't hold both belts at the end of the night, this is And then sometime up. throughout the year, Okada will get his belt back. Maybe. <laughs> I believe he will. <laughs> I believe he will. Naito ain't holding that belt for a year. Come to think about it, it's been two years, right? Didn't Jay White hold the championship in one way? Yeah. Okay. So he was a U.S. champ, the Intercontinental champ, and the world champ within two years' time. That dude is, I'm telling you, man, they like that guy. He ain't hold that belt long, though. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't say, we ain't say he had to hold the belt long. Look at Charlotte out here with 10 championship reigns. He ain't got to hold it that Like long. I said, Okada getting his belt back sometime this year. But that's going to be a great, it's going to be a great, great show. I can't wait to watch that. When it come on? 9 o'clock? What? 9 Eastern. 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to check that out when it comes on. I was under the impression it came on at 2 o'clock in the morning again. Maybe. I might have to, um, because I fucked up and um, changed the password. So I got to give you that before before you leave here. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. I I tried to log in and shit. and I, I won't get the password right. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't you just text me? I would have gave it to you. I would have gave you your old password. <laughs> I don't know. I would have gave you your old password. Yeah, so, yeah, I was like, <laughs> shit. It locked me out of that motherfucker. So I was like, damn, I got to change the password here. So, but yeah, man. You got anything else for the people, man? Because I we, we ain't talking about basketball because we ain't know that about basketball. Yeah, I have not been paying attention. I don't get to ch- I don't get a chance to watch basketball. They only play games at night. I work at night. Yeah. So, so. we we'll probably talk about basketball later on in the year. Um, you know, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the playoffs. Playoffs. We always talk about playoffs. We talk about playoffs of all sports, really. Sometimes. Not baseball. Yeah, we we didn't touch on baseball like. We did talk about, like, who we thought was going to win the World Series. I, did we get that right? I don't even know. I don't remember. Because I had just picked anybody. No, nah, nobody picked the Nationals. Yeah, I just picked anybody because I ain't know who the fuck to pick because I don't watch baseball. So, you know, it's whatever. I know I talked about it at work. Yeah. So. But we'll be back with another episode. Um, we welcome you guys to the 2020 year. This is going to be a year of expansion for us, man. We're going to try to get bigger, better, uh, get more content for you guys, better content for you guys, man. We want to hear your voices. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what topics you want us to touch base on. This is this is just as much your show as it is our show, man, because we're doing this shit for y'all. We enjoy doing what we do, though. We enjoy getting on the microphones and just having that conversation, man. Uh, we want to get more people, more guests onto the podcast. So if you want to be on the podcast, man, just hit us up. Yeah, us man. Know. Yeah. We appreciate you guys again, as always, being that you ain't got nothing else for the people, right? No, I'm good. Uh, you have been listening to the <clears throat> Two Cents and Nonsense podcast. This has been our sports recap episode. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. I've been Antoine Weisslicker. That's my homeboy, Matt. Yeah. And we out. We out.